Ladies and germs, welcome to episode number 276 of the one and only Sean Sports Top Podcast, where your boy, Sean Teplitsky, reports the biggest news in sports and gives his opinion. I don't know why I'm talking in the third person right now about the biggest news in sports. It is all football. Um, so starting with Antonio Brown and an update on his situation, we are through the football season, so that's that. But anyway, back to Antonio Brown. Adam Schefter reported the New Orleans Saints are interested in signing free agent wide receiver Antonio Brown, who is currently under NFL investigation after multiple sexual assault accusations were made against him. Schefter said the following on ESPN Sunday night Sunday NFL countdown and also provided a report on a workout Brown had with New Orleans on Friday, saying, quote, the Saints worked out Antonio Brown on Friday and he caught every single thing that was thrown to him. He blew away the Saints in the workout. We knew he would. The issue is the NFL. The Saints would like to sign Antonio Brown, but they're waiting for the NFL to issue a ruling, and there's been no clarity from the NFL as to when the league might make a ruling on the sexual assault allegations that were levied against Antonio Brown in the NFL's active investigation. So as long as the investigation is ongoing, the Saints can't do anything, but they would be interested in signing him if only he were free. Brown, who is now 31 years old, is a seven-time Pro Bowler and four-time All-Pro. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers from 2010 through 2018, but had a very, very big and public fallout with the organization and route to a 2019 offseason trade to the Oakland Raiders. As I covered extensively on my podcast, his relationship with the Raiders quickly deteriorated during training camp, notably when he skipped practices in the midst of filing a grievance against the NFL for refusing to let him wear an old helmet no longer allowed by the league. In early September, Raiders general manager Mike Mayock fined Brown $54,000 for his unexcused absences and the whiteout proceeded to post the letter the GM sent him on Instagram. Brown also had a confrontation with Mayock on the practice field. Brown's Raiders tenure ended a few days later when he asked for his release. The Patriots quickly swooped in to sign Brown. However, former trainer Brittany Taylor filed a civil lawsuit on September the 10th against Brown and said he sexually assaulted her on three separate occasions according to the New York Times. The Patriots issued the following statement um or basically the Patriots cut all ties with him after that. He played only one game for the Patriots. It was on September 15th against the Miami Dolphins, catching four passes for 56 yards and a touchdown in a 43-0 win. Um, however, after that, more allegations surfaced from a woman commissioned to do artwork for Brown, um, according to Robert Klemko of Sports Illustrated. He said, quote, a, a woman who says Antonio Brown made an unwanted sexual advance toward her in 2017 and was fired after not re reciprocating received what she characterized as intimidating text from the Patriots wide receiver on Wednesday night in the wake of a Sports Illustrated story detailing her allegations. According to her lawyer in a letter sent to the NFL on Thursday evening, we'd include a screenshot of the messages. The Patriots subsequently released Brown on September 20th in the midst of the allegations. So three months later, which is where we stand right now, AB may soon find a home with the New Orleans Saints. However, however, Schefter also reported on November 9th that Brown was not expected to play this season. So we'll have to see. I mean, obviously, it's pretty clear that, that the New Orleans Saints, you know, desperately want Antonio Brown. But uh, we're just going to have to see you know, what, the, what the NFL decides. Um, what the NFL decides on that. So, yeah. Also, some more about Antonio Brown. Uh, I mean, if the Saints do get Antonio Brown, I mean, Drew Brees to Antonio Brown, uh, you know, having someone like Antonio Brown for someone like Drew Brees is absolutely amazing, considering the fact that you already have Alvin Kamara as your running back and Michael Thomas as just one of your receivers. I mean, that's, that's 
Saints are going to be, I think they're going to be the team to beat if they can land Antonio Brown in time for the playoffs. Transitioning to some more football, the Cleveland Browns have fired head coach Freddie Kitchens on Sunday. Browns general manager John Dorsey released the following statement on the decision, saying, quote, I would like to thank Freddie for his dedication and efforts this past season. We are disappointed in our results and feel a change is necessary. Freddie is a good man and a good football coach. We wish he and his family nothing but success. Um, looking ahead to Kitchens' replacement, Baylor coach Matt Rule has no interest in the job per Michael Lombardi of The Athletic. The move comes after the Browns lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 33-23 to finish 6-10 on the season and fell well sh- fall well short of preseason expectations. Kitchens' departure continues what has been a revolving door since the Haslam's assumed ownership of the team. It was Pat Shermer uh, in 2012, Rob Chudinski in 2013, Mike Pettin from 2014 to 2015, Hugh Jackson from 2016 through 2018, Greg Williams in 2018, and Freddie Kitchens this year. Uh, blame for the team's poor performance extends beyond the head coach. Jim Trotter tweeting, quote, While it's easy to make Kitchens the fall guy, Dorsey bears as much responsibility for the mess that was the 2019 Browns season, but will he be held accountable? Des Bryant tweeted, Baker Mayfield plays the biggest part in this, had a stud cast around him, underperformed, and got outperformed by somebody he talked down on, Danny Dimes. Big mouth and being a one-read QB, not going to cut it. Kitchens put the game in his players' hands. Charles Charles Robinson tweeted, quote, with Freddie Kitchens out, I believe Browns owner Jimmy Haslam will alter the executive layer. I do not believe the power dynamic between GM, GM Don Dorsey and chief strategist Paul DePodesto will remain the same. A new structure is going to emerge in the next head coaching search. Um, firing Kitchens is the easy decision to make in response to how things have unfolded. I mean, at least in my opinion, you know, in sports, head coaches seem to be the kind of default scapegoat. Cleveland won 7-8-1 in 2018, posting their most wins since 2014. All seven of the wins came after Baker Mayfield replaced Tyrod Taylor as the starting quarterback, and Mayfield finished the year by throwing a rookie record 27 touchdowns, but he vastly underperformed this season after a very successful rookie season. Um, As the Browns searched for a new head coach, promoting Kitchens made sense. He was the team's offensive coordinator as Mayfield flourished, so maintaining a level of a level of familiarity just made sense for everyone involved. Dorsey then embarked on a busy offseason, signing Kareem Hunt, Sheldon Richardson, and Morgan Burnett, and acquiring Odell Beckham Jr. and Oliver Vernon from the New York Giants. The Browns were poised to have one of the NFL's most explosive offenses and challenged for their first playoff berth since 2002, but we all know that that didn't happen. The Browns' season was a you know major disappointment, so that's that. Uh, switching gears now to the Redskins, for the first time in a long Carolina Panthers head coach Ron Rivera is reportedly on track to learn to land another job in the near future. According to NFL.com, um, quote, things have progressed very nicely for Rivera, who has a meeting with Washington scheduled for Monday, uh, today. Rappaport uh, cited agents Frank Bauer and Kenny Chapman and called it a, quote, key meeting. Rappaport and ESPN's Adam Schefter also reported that Rivera is expected to be hired Monday following the interview. Uh, so this is this would be hired by the Washington Redskins, in my opinion. Uh, Ron Rivera was the coach of the Carolina Panthers for a long time before being fired earlier this season. Uh, before that, he was the head coach of the San Diego Chargers for a while, I believe. So he's a very good NFL coach, and I think he can uh, lead the, the excuse me, Washington Redskins in the right direction, especially considering the fact that it is almost a lock that the Redskins will draft uh, Chase Young, the defensive end from Ohio State, in this year's draft, or next year's draft, I should say. Transitioning to more football coaching changes, 
The New York Giants have fired head coach Pat Shermer, the team announced today. Um, Shermer compiled a 9-23 record in two seasons with the team, including a 4-12 mark this season that ended with a 34-17 loss to the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. ESPN's Jordan Rannon reported December 26th his job security appeared to be shaky as the team prepared for its season finale against the Eagles. No surprise there. I mean, Pat Shermer just, you know, didn't get the job done with the Giants uh, at all. So that's that. Transitioning now to some NBA basketball. I mean, if this happens, man, the evil empire of the NBA, which as a Laker fan, I perceive it to be the Golden State Warriors. The, the evil empire may be back sooner than expected. They're reportedly, quote, monitoring Minnesota Timberwolves superstar big man Carl Anthony Towns and his potential availability. According to Ethan Strauss of The Athletic, multiple NBA executives said at the recent G League showcase that Towns is, quote, unhappy in Minnesota, with the T-Wolves sitting 13th in the Western Conference at 11-20 and 20 this season. Strauss added that Minnesota may desire to acquire guard D'Angelo Russell from the Warriors. Since Towns and Russell are close friends, but the Warriors, quote, have a differing vision of a potential trade scenario with the Timberwolves. As we know, Golden State has reached the NBA Finals in each of the past five seasons, winning three championships. But with Kevin Durant gone to the Brooklyn Nets, Klay Thompson set to possibly miss the entire season, and Steph Curry on the shelf as well, a playoff berth is extremely unlikely at this point. The Warriors are currently last in the Western Conference at 9-25, which puts them five and a half games out of a playoff spot. Their main focus is now on the 2020-21 season and beyond since their top players will get healthy and the organization has a shot at a high draft pick, possibly drafting someone like LaMelo Ball. Amid the Warriors' dominance over the past several seasons, Towns hasn't been part of much team success with only one playoff appearance during his five-year NBA career. Uh, The 2015 number one overall pick has put up huge numbers individually, though, and was named an all-star in consecutive seasons entering 2019-20. While a knee injury has limited him to 23 games this season, he has been productive again this season with averages of 26.5 points, 12 rebounds, 4.5 assists, over a block, and a steal a game. So if this happens, which I don't know who Golden State plans on giving up, I think they'll have to give up D'Angelo Russell in a potential trade. But we'll see. If they get Carl Anthony Towns, adding him to a team that includes Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, possibly D'Angelo Russell and Draymond Green if he doesn't get traded as well, uh, I mean, that'll be something else for sure. I mean, that'll be crazy. Switching gears to more NFL. Antonio Brown targeted former teammate Juju Smith-Schuster on Twitter one day after the Pittsburgh Steelers this season ended with a 28-10 loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Brown appeared to reference Smith-Schuster's 2019 stat line in the attack, tweeting, quote, Boo-Boo Schuster was ready under 500. You bum, learn some respect. It's the latest twist in an on-and-off-field feud between Brown and Smith-Schuster, who previously formed one of the league's most dangerous wide receiver tandems in, in Pittsburgh. Uh... He also tweeted, quote, emotion, boy fumbled the whole postseason in the biggest game of year. Everyone want blind to busy making guys famous, not enough reality these days. By the way, check the list. The situation seemingly stemmed from Brown becoming unhappy in April with a graphic that showed his counterpart as, as the Steelers' most valuable player last season. The Steelers' wide out responded at the time by saying, quote, crazy how big that ego got to be to take shots at people who show you love. SMH, which means shake my head, which is according to TMZ Sports. Um, so, I mean, you know, AB, he's, he's extremely talented, but possibly even more immature than he is talented. And that, that really speaks volumes because I think that he's still the best wide receiver on the planet. So for me to consider him more immature than he is talented as a football player 
really does speak volumes. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster is a nice stand-up guy, and AB just keeps taking shots at him. Uh, these guys were once friends. I believe there was actually... Uh, I mean, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. Antonio Brown is extremely immature. He's a diva. He's a prima donna, but he is extremely talented. If I'm the New Orleans Saints or any other team for that matter, I want him on my team because his talent probably outweighs the drama that comes with him if you can keep him in check. I mean, he was you know, perfectly fine with the Steelers for like seven to eight years before all the drama started in 2018. So um, that's that. Uh, now, let's take, now let's take a look at uh, all the results from week 17 of this uh, football season. The Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions 23-20 on the road on a walk-off field goal. The New York Jets beat the Buffalo Bills 13-6. I mean, the New York Jets, I believe... that you would never expect them to get. And possibly the biggest upset of the season, the Miami Dolphins beat the New England Patriots 27-24 on the road. The Chicago Bears edged out the Minnesota Vikings 21-19. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Los Angeles Chargers 31-21 at home, meaning that they will finish ahead of the Patriots in the standings. As I said, the Bengals beat the Browns. The New Orleans Saints locked the Carolina Panthers Atlanta Falcons beat the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 28-22 in overtime on a walk-off pick six from Jameis Winston, which cemented him, himself in the history books with a 30-touchdown, uh, 30-interception season. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Indianapolis Colts 38-20. Philadelphia Eagles beat the New York Giants 34-17. The Los Angeles Rams beat the Arizona Cardinals 31-24 in their final game at the Coliseum. If the taking on the Houston Texans, the Tennessee Titans taking on the New England Patriots, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the New Orleans Saints, the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm going to make my predictions right now. We'll see how many I get correctly. I'm going to go with the Texans, the Patriots, the Saints, and the Seahawks. I am pretty sure I went with all the favorites, but that's, that's just what I think is going to happen. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Sean Sports Podcast. I promise to get more active. I'm going to start doing daily episodes again. I've been on winter break, but I've been slacking. I've been lazy. Again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.